0: Well, hello, and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Luna. And I'm Corey Taylor. And this is episode 12, the
1: safety, safety, safety edition. Safety is important, especially in the spring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's important all year, but we get a lot more weather that's dangerous yeah, and around es- springtime. Yeah, and especially the weather that happened on Friday
0: the 13th. Friday the 13th. Ooh. I thought that was a coincidence.
1: That was a cool coincidence. Yeah. I, I mean, people were talking about Friday the 13th and severe weather hand in hand. So, you know, it it went well. I mean, unfortunately there was some damage out of the thing, but, you know, I don't think anybody got hurt, so. No, I haven't heard of any any uh
0: injuries or, you know, deaths, thank God. Well. No. No. You know, and models have they were they were seeing this thing for a while. Uh they, you know, the storm prediction center kept Coming out and in a slight risk area. Well, we saw four days out with like a 15%. Sure. And then they kept upping it and kept upping it. And then they got some more data. And as that cold front got closer to Missouri, they started extending that enhanced risk up along the Kansas Missouri border. So
1: uh, we were getting quite excited well, about it. They that. had it platted well on that map at, on day six. Day five didn't change any. Day four didn't change any. So they, they knew it was coming you know we had talked yeah. about it beforehand before they ever put it on there but yeah uh, only thing that i feel they shouldn't have done, they should have done differently was uh all day there was a tornado watch for the county north of branson and christian county for the county west of branson and over uh in branson west and stone county and for the county Salivas, they finally issued a tornado watch for for boone county they had a PDS tornado watch, nothing for Branson. That was the strangest nothing, thing. Nothing for Taney County until, and then they put out an MD after it had already started. You know, basically storming. And, yeah, that was
0: later in the day, and
1: uh, we were already dealing with our warnings before they ever issued a tornado watch for for uh, Taney County and and points east. It was nuts, and I it, for a while there, I was I was
0: really wondering if we were even going to be in the you know in the crosshairs because originally. Everybody kept saying that's going to develop and then move over into Missouri. And then the eastern Ozarks, there was much less instability
1: going on. She had that one cell down in Arkansas, you know, near Fort Smith, the Mountainburg cell. Oh, that was fun to watch. Well, that's just the one that kept creeping up and creeping up and creeping up and uh, hit the eastern side of Taney County eventually. And they, they did issue a tornado warning for it, but that tornado watch didn't come out. Until right before the tornado warning, it was probably, you know, 20 oh, yeah. minutes or so, if that. Yeah, I guess the new model data they were looking at really was,
0: was starting to bump up instability. Mm-hmm. And I remember texting you early, or you texted me, I forget, early with that thing down in Fort Smith. And I thought, mm, that looks kind of suspicious to me yeah. it might be coming up. I think up.
1: you were in a show that day for the afternoon. Yeah, so I was right I, I, was on a, I was on that Mountainburg uh it was right over I forty nine there and down in Arkansas. I've seen huh. several videos of, of the of the thing. It was pretty scary. One one I really wanted to post had a truck that actually got caught up in the tornado and went tumbling off. Oh, Have you seen that one? I did there see that. There was so that. much language I couldn't post it but yeah. uh that was a scary situation, for sure. Oh man! And that one ended up being in EF two down there as well in, in Mountainburg. Yeah, and Arkansas. I noticed I know, <laughs> you're playing with the equipment on the I <laughs> know on the table There's here. So much to play with. <laughs> well,
0: eventually I'm going to have the whole media center up. I mean, to That's be honest, be Corey great. and I are sitting on my ping not sitting on my ping pong table, but I got my recording equipment set up on my ping pong table while I get the basement all reworked. I'm up, up.
1: ten to nothing. <laughs>
0: Now the other thing that I noticed that I I questioned is the risk areas uh, got to moderate down in central Arkansas, and I kept watching that. But when you look at really where most of the tornadic activity and the storm reports were, were not in the moderate risk. They were just in northwest
1: Arkansas in southern Missouri. So, and that happens. Uh, oh yeah, a lot. It happens uh, in reverse when you have a uh, moderate and you don't get anything. Mm-hmm. It also happens when you're in the marginal and they start popping warnings out, you know. It's just, you know, it's uh, a guess, you know, it basically. Is, yeah, weather is not an exact science. They they're they're working on models and the models sometimes are wrong. Sometimes you don't get any severe weather at all. Yeah. It's just you got to have all those ingredients just coming together right at the right time for anything anything to now, happen. there were some uh warnings in that moderate area down there near uh, Conway. Near Little Rock, they they had a oh yeah they had a small tornado. I saw a tornado warning. I had messaged someone. My uncle lives in Conway, and I have a good friend mm. that lives down there. Messaged her, but uh, she was actually uh, watching the Legend show in Branson, so she wasn't oh. down there. <laughs> but her husband was, so she texted him, told her, told him to get out of the out of the way of the thing. But I think it was, ended up being any you of. Know, zero or ef1 down there not not too bad bad. i
0: mean i mean we always say oh it's just an ef1 or ef0 i mean it's still a tornado but we're not talking a devastating tornado it'll Um, mess
1: things up though
0: yeah and speaking of uh the risk areas a lot of people have been asking us about risk areas so today's weather school is about the storm prediction center risk levels and what they are so we're going to get to that in a little bit um Man, this <laughs> I was just thinking, was it 80 degrees on last Friday in that severe weather? It, it
1: I was, think it was. It, the Thursday before, it got pretty warm. I think uh-huh. the Friday was only in the 70s. but Oh, yeah, that Thursday was the 80s, yeah. But then we had winter again. <laughs> and then people woke up to snow on Sunday. <laughs> I, I thought, gosh, am I still dreaming I woke up? And I thought, surely that's not snow coming down there because I've already... Put all my winter coats up for the winter and yeah, but uh, for the spring anyway. And I thought, no way. Well, and we know that the
0: you know, there's going to be the thermal profiles are going to go up and down, but that so far, April has been a huge spread. I mean, a 50 degree spread over a couple of days that's just a little
1: unusual. And we were expecting it. I mean, we thought maybe. Springfield and points north would see snow. Kansas City saw snow. Royal Kansas City Royals played a baseball game in the snow on, on, on that day, so I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, but it wasn't bad enough they were gonna no, cancel it or they anything. They didn't cancel. Um, but uh that was actually Saturday. They did cancel Sunday because it was too cold. Yeah. All that cold air coming. Saturday out. they played in the snow up there. They they got their snow a little earlier. But uh Oh, and how about that Minnesota and Wisconsin? <gasps> Ooh, wow! I have a friend that lives up there. She's kind of tired of that snow. You think they'd be used to it by now, living in Wisconsin? Well, they probably are in, in January and February, but April. But her husband has to go shovel the snow and plow the snow at the at the county courthouse, and he said that that snow was so wet and packed that he was having trouble plowing it with a plow truck. Oh, it was so heavy and dense. And it was very heavy. Wow. So. I'm just glad we don't have to deal with any of that. No, no.
0: I mean, in if you, I saw someone in Walmart the other day. Uh, they stopped me. We love it when you stop us and say hi because we love to meet our followers. But went into Walmart and uh, uh, we were talking about uh, this this massive snow and and what's it going to do to the plants and uh, I mean the
1: trees are budding. There's there's what the tulips out, daffodils. There's there's plants growing out there. This. Past snow probably didn't do anything to the plants. I'm gonna get it didn't stay freezing that long for this past snow. No, I did didn't. wait to do my planting until today, though. Oh, today? Okay, today. I started it today, and I'll continue tomorrow. I should wrap them wrap up flowers tomorrow. So hopefully, we're not gonna get any more freezing weather. I
0: don't. I don't think so. I have looked at the global models. I posted something on there yesterday or the day before. I can't remember uh, about the GFS. But I got the the whole North American. Uh, view, I guess, <clears throat> on the images, and uh, it looks like the cold air maybe finally just wanting to retreat back up there in Canada, so according to that one,
1: we may not see these sub-freezing temperatures anymore this season. Well, if this is any, any indication, I have a cousin, Mickey. She lives in Collinsville, Oklahoma. That's near Owasso, which is basically Tulsa. She saw a monarch butterfly in her yard as of this morning. Ah. So, hopefully, those uh, butterflies know something we don't. You know, for sure, they have an internal weather system oh, yeah. in there. Oh, and you know, I forgot to ask my mother about the hummingbird. I need to
0: get I need to get that out. Um, I'll I'll post. I'd that. say
1: if they're around, then the hummingbirds probably are not far behind. If they're not here already, tax day April fifteenth, which you know April seventeenth is tax day this year, but that's about the average time i see the first hummingbird i haven't even gotten my hummingbird feeder out yet oh no way because i didn't want it to freeze and all that but uh i think i'll go ahead and put that out because they should be showing up anytime
0: oh yeah and my mother every year about this time she's got to get the the bird houses she's got about i don't know 70, 80 bird houses. Are <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Not really. It's more like, like five or six. But I always Close go enough. up there and help her put them out. And, and the hummingbird feeder, she's got two of those. And I need to take a picture sometimes because those hummingbirds just flock to that feeder.
1: I like to put one right up next to a window and set my phone next to it and put it on slow motion. Oh, that'd be cool. Because, I mean, even on slow motion on, a, on an iPhone, their wings are moving so fast. It's unreal. Oh, that's incredible! Yeah,
0: so yeah, but also yeah, in the you know warmer air coming in, we've also got the uh, potential for a dry period. Although, let me back up. Uh, we were talking before we went on air here. The uh, the models
1: are showing a pretty significant rain event coming in this weekend, maybe quite possibly. And uh, I was watching some uh, weather reports out of Tulsa yesterday, oh. last night actually. And these models take it right over the fires in Western Oklahoma before they come over here. So that's oh, yeah? very good news for, for them over in Western Oklahoma, the Woodward Fine area. 200,000 acre fire. People are losing their lives over there. Oh. It's unbelievably bad. I can't even explain it over a podcast how bad that would be. People who are in Oklahoma City, which is nowhere near Woodward and the Western Oklahoma fires, are still having to tape their windows and tape their doors closed in order to keep the smoke out of their house. Oh, man. So it's really bad out there. Correct. I got a. We got a friend, Casey Straub. They used to uh-huh. live here in Branson, lives in mid- Midwest City. She has tape all over all her seals, her windows, her doors, anything leading outside, she has it taped up because she can't breathe that air. I mean, That's even awful. if you're not right there. You remember when they had that control burn over by Table Rock Lake last month or two? Mm-hmm. It smelled terribly of smoke here in Branson, even though we weren't really that close. Yeah, What we'll just think if you had a two hundred thousand acre fire a few counties away, how bad it would be, and
0: all that's going to come right over the Absolutely. city. Absolutely.
1: Well, I mean, I think you mentioned last week
0: it's been like a hundred and fifty days or something. They've had a tenth of an inch. I think it's, it's been
1: longer than that. So just yeah.
0: incredible. This so- could be, this could be a wonderful thing for them. I hope it pans out. I certainly hope it does too. I mean. I mean, our we're we're not in a drought now. I no, mean, we're we're
1: in good shape.
0: Yeah, if we can just keep this up. So Correct. now we just need to get Western
1: Oklahoma all set up, and then we can. They'll be in a drought for some time, no matter what happens to them. Because I mean, they've had so little rain that this isn't going to even put a dent in that, but it will help the fires. Yeah, put those fires out.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think uh, I'm looking at the list here. Uh, oh yeah, I mean the planting thing we covered that. Um, This is the safety, safety, safety edition. So our next segment is going to be safety rules. Everybody needs to have or know your safety rules if you're in a severe thunderstorm. So I went to the National Weather Service, and I got uh, a whole bunch of safety rules. So let's hit that. Can I say something? Sure.
1: Randy and I are probably the last people who should be telling safety rules right (laughs) during severe weather because we— we kind of do our own thing during severe weather. Now, if we know that a tornado is bearing right down on us, yeah, we're going to take cover. Yeah, we're not stupid. We like to get out and take pictures and video, too, beforehand, which is not something you guys should do. Oh, yeah. Le- Leave that to us, because we're 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 pretty stupid when it comes to things like that.
0: <laughs> well, no, the other day, you know, you, you texted me and says, go live, go live. And it was right as that severe thunderstorm was hitting, but I was abiding by the safety rules. <laughs> I was inside. The windows were closed. The curtains were closed. Well, for the most part, because I had to watch, and it just got intense.
1: Well, we had that great sunset. We had that great sunset Oh, wasn't that amazing? That was amazing. And I did a Facebook Live out there, too. Of course, you had the sunset, but it was still pouring down rain, and there was lightning all over it. I was not in a safe area, you know— even though you could see that sun doesn't mean that lightning can't still strike because it was.
0: Yeah. And I, I I saw the lightning strike that, that tried to hit and you're like, okay, (laughs) like, no, I shouldn't be out here now. (laughs) Right. Okay, well, severe thunderstorm. Here's the safety rules for severe thunderstorms. Okay, stay inside a sturdy building or shelter that can protect you from deadly lightning, large hail, damaging winds, flooding rain, and tornadoes. Just a sturdy building.
1: You're not. They're, they're not asking you to take cover, pretty much. They're just asking yeah. you to find shelter. Yeah, exactly. Get don't, out of the way. Don't stay outside. You're going to get struck by lightning, you know? And uh,
0: which we know it can happen. Absolutely. Uh, next one is stay away from windows and avoid electrical equipment and plumbing. Remember to bring pets inside. Please bring your pets inside. Um, and kids. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if there's time, secure loose objects outside as these objects can become dangerous flying debris and high winds. And what do I always say right before a severe weather event comes in? Take your trash cans in. Unless you just want it to fly away then. Oh yeah. You know, if you get
1: a chair or something that's just broken, just yeah, just leave it outside. It'll Tie down be... those babies too. That's yeah. what I did with mine. Um, <laughs> I unplugged my TV over the snow, over the snow, yeah, over the storm yeah. on Friday. We had some pretty good lightning, so I unplugged yeah, it's good both idea. of our big TVs. It's always a good thing. You should even unplug the cable if you have cable or satellite because you know lightning can hit that. I don't have any of that plugged into mine because I'm on Wi-Fi these days. But uh, if you want to keep that thing. You know, it's it, it happens a lot where people get struck by lightning and it's not covered for whatever reason on their insurance. Oh yeah, and you you don't have to have the lightning strike directly on your home either. Absolutely I, mean,
0: no, I no think way. I told a story. of My buddy Ray, who lived in Forsyth, um, lightning struck just down the street and he lost his television. Yeah, it happens a lot actually. So just be aware of electrical things. Now mm-hmm. the plumbing thing, I've I've heard that before. I mean, I have too. Should I also, take a shower,
1: you know, while it's storming? I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, and my wife was taking a shower. No way, during the storm. She she got in right before the storm warning was issued. I don't know what made her decide she needed to take a shower at that time, but she did. So, and then I got busy doing, you know, the storm our site, and then I remembered, wait a second. Where's 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 Shara? And the, oh, she's in the shower, okay. So I had Not the a kids go tell her to get out of the shower. She didn't need to be in there. <laughs> Not a good idea. So, uh, But uh, my mom always told me that when I was a kid. Don't take a shower until the storm's over. You know. Yeah, and and,
0: and mine always said, you know, don't, you know, We hardly anybody has a landline telephone anymore. That they said, well, you know, the lightning can run in on the landline telephone and burn your ear. I don't
1: know if well, that's true. Well, they can they strike the telephone lines just like any other lines. Anything that conducts. Same that Same telephone in. pole. You know mm-hmm. a lot of the uh, electrical lines and and cables are buried underground now but you still have the main feeder lines or your mm-hmm. house could hit take a direct hit yeah anything could happen so the best thing if you have to be on a phone
0: be on a cell phone I mean there's not enough radiation that's going to attract you know electrical impulses that's going to attract light and there's
1: there it's always good to have a smartphone with you in your in your shelter area because you can oh yeah see what we're saying on stormdar yeah, look at radar if you need to One of us get the d- warnings. Yeah, we'll always
0: post post the radars if we you know if we can and get you out there and show you a lot of times how far away the
1: storm is. Well, the radar scope's got this great distance awesome. thing yes. on it, and that- we we update our warnings in real time, so everything's real time. As soon as that warning comes down, we, we got it on our Facebook yeah. site. But uh, what if you're in a situation and you don't have a basement and you? I mean I hear of a lot of people hiding in their bathtub. We got all those pipes in there too, you know. So it's kind of yeah. just a you know, catch 22 I guess. Or well, it is it's the same as hiding or when you're driving down the road and you get a warning and they tell you to get in the ditch. Yeah. That would scare me to death. Don't don't get underneath that uh uh underpass. overpass or overpass under, or under bridges or anything. Yeah. I mean People say to do that, and that's what people look for, but that's a very dangerous, very dangerous. Yes, yes. Of course, that's during a tornado. We're just doing the storms right now. But uh, yeah.
0: but speaking of outside, that's our next one. Postpone outdoor activities until the storms
1: have passed. That's kind of a no-brainer. That is a no-brainer, and people have been good about asking us days in advance whether they should postpone their, you know, we had a, I think we had a baseball game. We uh, People mm-hmm. were asking about uh 5k of course that was for cold but yeah it's good if if people have questions regarding area events feel free to ask we'll let oh, you know please do yeah days in advance and we'll let you we'll, we'll, we'll keep you up to date yeah and a lot of times you know
0: if it's several days out we always ask you messages back like a day yeah. or two before so we can get right on that um, another one here if caught outside take shelter in a sturdy enclosed building or hard-topped automobile immediately so mm. that goes, what you were saying, if you are out on the road, um, you know, staying, I mean, a severe thunderstorm, you're probably better staying in your car. Um, if you are in a tornado, on the other hand, then you need to get out of your car and into a ditch. Uh, avoid That's open spaces, isolated objects, high ground and metallic objects. So if you're on the golf course, please get off the golf course. Don't hide under the tree. Don't. No, no, very bad idea. No, and and if you're holding the golf club, that is a perfect conductor. For you're out, you're out in an open. You're just space. asking for it. Oh yeah, out in an open space, and you're holding this metal, metallic rod here. It's like you're asking Mother Nature. And hey, I think, I think
1: this is a good time to say this. It doesn't have to be raining for a lightning strike exactly. to occur. Exactly. That lightning strike can either strike miles and miles ahead of the cell. Or behind the cell, up to ten miles. Absolutely, if you can hear lightning, you can be struck by, or hear thunder, you can be struck <laughs> by lightning. Sometimes you can hear lightning. I well, <laughs> for sure you can. Of Have you heard of the crack of the lightning?
0: Oh yeah. oh yeah, my 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 favorite thunderstorm recording I did um, uh, has that right before it. It's like oh, that's that really close. close. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's one of those things to not do. Record when you're in a storm. Yeah, well, leave that to Randy.
0: Yeah. Because what I do, I have everything remote. Nothing is plugged in. I've got uh, like a, a, a USB interface, and I've got the, the laptop that runs on battery, so nothing is, is running in. You know, if the lights go out, I've still got that capability. Uh, but I'm not stupid either. If it gets crazy, sure. I'm getting away from that window. Absolutely. absolutely. And like you said, uh, you know, if you can hear thunder, you're close enough to the storm to be struck by lightning. Get out
1: of boats and away from bodies of water. I and mean, if you don't hear thunder, look at your phone. You notice, hmm, it seems to be getting dark in the west. Everybody on that golf course has a smartphone available somewhere oh yeah. on that golf course. Oh, yeah. Take a look at radar. See if you – and, and so basically from there it's a common sense decision. Do I need to leave the golf course? There seems to be a big uh, body of, of precipitation headed this way. Yeah, and the, and the sky you know, starts getting dark. And like, oh, we're out The wind's picking up. The wind will mm-hmm. pick up. You know. No, just, just start hearing thunder. If you start thunder By the time thunder, you get back to that clubhouse, it's gonna be it's gonna be here, you know? It'll
0: be pouring, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's move on to the biggie tornado. These are the tornado safety rules. Okay, first one. In general, get as low as you can. A basement below ground level or the lowest floor of a building offers the greatest safety. Put as many walls between yourself and the outside as possible and avoid windows at all costs. Absolutely. you want to get
1: low. you don't want any of that debris to get you. that's, yeah. that's
0: what's yeah. but but it, you know if you don't have a basement, the in most interior closet is a really good spot and to get down in that closet, yeah, don't wait until you hear or see a tornado because it might be too late, which is another reason to watch Stormdar.
1: have a weather radio there. We're going to tell you if it's getting close. One thing I noticed, I believe they were in Arkansas on Friday. I saw a friend posting the tornado sirens came on, but then they went off. But the warning was still in effect. Mm-hmm. Just because mm-hmm. the sirens go off, they don't doesn't mean that the threat is over. Right. Something could have happened to that siren for one.
0: Right, and they're not designed to stay on all the time. No. They will overheat. That's the thing we stress about sirens. They'll come on for two minutes, go off for two minutes, come back
1: on for and two minutes. And they're not minutes. designed to be heard indoors. Yeah. That's what your apps are for. That's what we're for. That's what the media is for. They'll let you know when it's time, when it, when, it, when you're in the all clear, don't rely on those sirens, whatever you do. Because, and, and and on Friday, the siren came on and then went off for about two minutes and came back on and went off for about two minutes. Mm-hmm. It was probably not overheating. it's probably designed to do that, yeah, I'm gonna guess we yeah. have we have some pretty fancy sirens here in Branson yeah um uh, they're they're they've got to be computerized because they're capable of of a voice. somebody can actually speak over them, oh really, I yeah. didn't know that, and uh before I always know before they're gonna go off because I hear some type of uh, audio signal and then. About wow. 10 seconds later, the siren goes off. So I can hear it. It's like a computer. Oh, that's bizarre. I haven't heard that it's yet. It's like a computer queuing up the siren is what mm-hmm. it is, and then it'll go off. So they're pretty sophisticated here. Oh, that's Branson. crazy. Now, they're not like that everywhere else, uh, like in the rural areas. You're not going to have that. Well, yeah. But uh, if you hear that siren go off, that does not mean you're in the all clear under uh, any circumstance. I mean, you're you're probably better off staying in that until the warning has expired or you get some sort of uh, signal from the media or for an app that you're in the all clear
0: yeah <clears throat> and and the tornado warning will be chopped off by the national weather service sure. as the storm passes uh okay here's another one that i hear i've heard a lot before uh back in my back in my younger days don't waste time opening or closing windows and doors. It will not protect the structure. You'll only waste time and put yourself and others in great risk. Use those valuable seconds to find a place of safety.
1: I remember in third grade we'd have tornado drills. I thought we were it was the the boys thought it was really cool because we got to go into the girls' bathroom for the tornado drill. Oh, I remember that. But uh <laughs> yeah, before we left the room, the teacher would go open all the windows. Yeah. And I couldn't figure out why they think it's something to do with the pressure inside yeah, the equalize building. Equalize the
0: pressure; it'll save the building. No,
1: that tornado is going to open those windows on its own. If it, if there is a tornado, you know exactly.
0: <laughs> they have no that, before no, that, that tornado ever gets there. The debris will take care of the, that for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they they did think before a long time ago that that would equalize the pressure, but studies have shown that doesn't do. They thought anything. a lot of
1: stuff a long time ago. They don't think anymore.
0: Yeah. So every every ten or so years, they update these safety rules just for the new technology. Oh yeah. Okay. If you're in a home or a pub or public buildings, go to the basement or small interior room such as a closet, bathroom, or interior hall on the lowest floor. Close all doors to the hallway for greater protection. If possible, get under something sturdy like a heavy table. Uh, protect yourself from flying debris with pillows, heavy coats, blankets, or quilts. Or even use a
1: bicycle or motorcycle helmet to protect your head. That's something to think about before the tornado hits. Before the tornado uh, is is warned, have your bicycle helmet ready. If you know, because you pretty much know, if you're under a watch, mm-hmm. you have a storm headed your way, you want to get the kids' bicycle helmets just handy. Mm-hmm. Put them in your safe room or your bathroom or wherever you're going to yeah. ride out that storm. Uh, that saved some lives in the Joplin tornado. It did. It sure did. So. And, and uh,
0: yeah, the motorcycle, anything to protect your head. Because, you know, if you if you happen to, to break your arm by accident, it will heal. Right. But if you break your head, nope. you're gone. So always do that. Now, here's a biggie in mobile homes. Leave well in advance of the approaching severe weather and go to a strong building. Go see a friend that night. Oh, yeah. And you, know, you know, if there's no shelter nearby, get into the nearest ditch, low spot, or underground culvert.
1: You always hear of tornadoes hitting those trailer parks. They don't, oh, they yeah. Don't, they, they, those tornadoes don't get on Google Maps and look for trailer parks. That It's just, uh, yeah, those trailers are so easily damaged.
0: And it, It's matchsticks. It I mean, a tornado will just lift
1: that up. It's nothing for a tornado at all.
0: Oh yeah, you got you know 150 mile an hour winds. I mean, cars start flying, mobile homes. It doesn't matter how 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 much you tie down that mobile home. No. I mean, that'll help. You know, if if you uh, unless you get like a really stupid long you know but wind they, gusters. They're thin
1: walls. They don't have mm-hmm. you know.
0: I know. I you know. Okay, if you're in ve- vehicles or outdoors. When tornadoes are possible, limit your outdoor plans or finish them early, like we talked about before. Stay close to a sturdy shelter. If you're caught outside, find shelter in a ditch or remain in your vehicle and cover your head for protection, which we just talked about. Do not take shelter under a highway overpass where winds, wind speeds can increase due to a tunneling effect, which we have also talked about. Uh, it's best not to put yourself or others in a situation where no sturdy shelter is available. I like
1: the line: "When tornadoes are possible, limit your outdoor plans or finish them early." Mm-hmm. This is where the uh, convective outlooks come into play throughout the day. Right, you know, we're in a moderate risk uh-huh. or a high risk. If you're in a high risk, you just I, I change my plans for that day. Definitely change your plans. I'm I not going to do anything outside for one. Yeah, I'm going to have a storm plan in place Mm -hmm. i need to know where all my kids are where my wife is i call my grandparents i call my parents i say where are you gonna be and do you have a way of finding shelter when you need to Uh, i always call my mother even at moderate risk is is a pretty good chance that somewhere in our area might see a tornado warning Mm-hmm. and conditions are uh, are ripe you know you got a lot of wind shear upstairs
0: you got you know that's how they come up with this stuff it's not just like a squall line or just a front going through you know you've got some torque in the atmosphere and that right. thing's going to you know and speaking of that that's going to lead us into our weather school the storm prediction center risk levels there are 5 of them so let's get uh, on with weather school if there's something about the weather that you want to know Stormed our weather school. So you've just learned that the Storm Prediction Center has placed your area in a slight risk for severe thunderstorms. This week we're going to talk in depth about the five risk levels and dig into what they really mean. A moderate risk for severe thunderstorms is in effect portions of southern Middle Tennessee northern Alabama and northwest Georgia. Strong tornadoes, very large gale, and damaging winds are expected this afternoon into tonight, especially in the red and orange shaded areas. The SPC does an amazing job in monitoring the atmosphere and identifying specific areas of the country where ingredients could come together for damaging weather. They use Risk levels to give us a perspective of the intensity of impending severe weather. The five risk levels are marginal, slight, enhanced, moderate, and high. These risk levels are based upon atmospheric conditions that could support the development of severe thunderstorms and tornadoes. The marginal risk is the lowest on the scale. And by definition, a marginal risk states, isolated severe thunderstorms possible. Any severe storms are expected to be limited in duration in coverage and intensity. Elevated storms could produce winds from 40 to 60 miles per hour and or hail up to one inch in diameter with a low risk for tornadoes. Next is the slight risk. This is plotted when scattered severe storms are possible. The definition of a slight risk is short-lived and not widespread isolated intense storms. The criteria lists one or two tornadoes, reports of strong winds and wind damage, and one-inch hail with isolated two-inch diameter hail. Remember that In a slight risk, they aren't anticipating anything widespread, but a few storms will have the potential to reach severe limits. The third on the list is the enhanced risk, where numerous severe thunderstorms are possible. By definition, the enhanced risk states more persistent and or widespread storms with a few intense storms. This criteria lists A few tornadoes, several reports of wind damage, and hail from 1 to 2 inches in diameter. Moving up the scale, next is the moderate risk. Now we're getting into the area of possible severe weather outbreak. The definition of a moderate risk area is widespread severe storms likely, and it's defined as long-lived, widespread, and intense. The criteria reads strong tornadoes, widespread wind damage, and destructive hail 2 inches in diameter or greater. And finally, the high risk. We really don't see high risk hoisted very often, maybe once or twice a year. The high risk states long-lived, very widespread, and particularly dangerous intense storms. The definition of a high risk is tornado outbreak, and derecho. Within these risk areas, we might see a black hatched area outlined as well. This hatched area is defined as a 10% or greater probability of a significant severe event occurring within 25 miles of a point. An example of a hatched area would be very large to giant hail, or wind gusts in excess of 75 miles per hour. A hatched area could also indicate an intense tornado or two possible as well. The thing we have to realize about a risk area is that not everyone is going to experience a severe storm. As a matter of fact, the risk areas outlined by the SPC are quite large and cover a lot of real estate. But in reality, when severe weather strikes, it doesn't cover that much real estate. So when you get underneath a slight or moderate or even a high risk, be prepared for severe weather, but don't freak out. The SPC sometimes plots these risk areas several days before the actual event occurs. And these risk areas do change the closer we get to the actual event. Sometimes model data will suggest that the atmosphere could really be in turmoil three days out, but the next day they could back off. So the SPC is very cautious on how they place these risk areas and the intensity. The risk areas are plotted first in a series of events that leads up to a potential severe thunderstorm watch or a tornado watch. So, the next time that you hear that your area is in a slight risk or an enhanced risk for severe weather, then just pay attention and be aware that rough weather could be coming. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormed Our Weather School.
1: And there you go. And one thing to mention is, if we have a severe weather day, we're always going to be posting those uh, risk areas on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. You know, either you or I. But they're for sure going to be there if our area is going to be affected for that day so
0: yeah and the risk areas change a lot i mean the storm prediction center they update the day three once a day they update day two twice a day and is it four times a day on day one four or five uh, that's every four hours or so so yeah, yeah it comes out at 1 a.m and then one seven thirty, 30 and then 11 30 and three or something yeah, i mean it, it they do seven, it all the time yeah so so every, yeah, every four hours or so on a severe weather day, keep checking back with us. We're going to post that next thing. Absolutely. Which also, our new segment called the Stormdar Weather Word of the
1: Week. It's the weather word of the week. Catchy, huh? I like it.
0: <laughs> it sure is different. It is. <laughs> it was late one night. I was having fun with Logic. I didn't Logic. know you sang I don't. Mm. That's called Melodyne for all my musician <laughs> friends. Uh, okay, so this week's Storm Dark Weather Word of the Week is
1: mesovortex. Mesovortex. It sounds like a scary word to it, me. Well, it could you be. You got a mesovortex headed right for you. No. no. Yeah. Well, what it is is
0: a small-scale vertical vortex of air associated with a thunderstorm that occurs at less than one kilometer from the ground, so it's pretty low. And it's only about two kilometers to twelve kilometers in width, so it's very small, they can be intense though, oh yeah, and a lot- uh, you know some people call these little spin up tornadoes meso little mesovortices. sometimes uh you can find them uh in the eye walls
1: of or, I've seen a few that eye. yeah, I've seen a few that look like a hurricane in the Ozarks, yeah' With a little eye that's what it looks like. It's a little hurricane, uh-huh, but uh. They can be you know, pretty windy there for a while. Yeah, it can
0: be intense, and they're usually pretty brief too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's not like you know, but you can get a little mesovortex. Uh, we had one oh several years ago when one. Remember when the hurricanes would come and they would, uh through the Gulf and they uh-huh. would come up. They come right up here. Yeah, and you could kind of see little swirls. Looks yeah. like little low pressure systems and for stuff. Sure. I thought that was a really cool. World, and the plural of that is Mm-hmm. So meso basically means medium range, which also, uh, you've heard us use the word meso, like in a mesoscale discussion from the Storm Prediction Center. It just means kind of a medium range, uh, whatever you're talking about. Vortex is a spin. Discussion is what's it going to do.
1: Yep. Okay. Interesting word.
0: It is. Uh, so next week is going to be a very special edition of the Storm Dar weather podcast i'm excited i'm gonna have to get my tuxedo
1: out for this one. Oh uh, yeah i may i may have to put put some decent clothes on if we're going to record that i haven't worn my tuxedo since i was 20 years old so i don't think i fit into that anymore but you know. oh, i haven't worn mine since shoji's and i've gained a little bit
0: of weight well, since i performed there here, so. no what we're going to do we are going to record next week's Stormdar weather podcast live on facebook which yeah. is going to be cool. You will get to see how we put this together and hear us talking and...
1: Ask questions.
0: Yeah, you, ask questions. You get That's to be a be... part
1: of our podcast, basically, is what they get to do.
0: Yeah, and towards, towards the end of the podcast, we'll do our normal podcast in about 20 minutes or so into it. Uh, we'll switch over, and we will be answering your questions. So, so that'll be pretty cool. Yeah, Corey will have a computer set up on Facebook, so if you got any
1: questions you want us to answer, we will uh, answer them. And then the polished version will be in, on uh, iTunes and any other of our podcast outlets later, and you can download that. You can actually say you watched it live, and and and, and to see what we put into uh, each one of our podcasts, a lot of people don't know. They don't understand what's going on. This yeah. way you can kind of see a behind-the-scenes uh, version, yeah, and then listen to the polished version, which you hear normally uh, late later when you download it. So, And you'll have to check in to see if
0: we're actually recording it on the ping-pong table, or if I will actually have a, uh, well, I like a, the a studio i, just... I kind of do too it's a, like you said it's a great height i can yes. sit here the computer's
1: sitting on here <laughs> I bash my knee into this bar right here it's you know fun times
0: but, yeah but i do like the height it's a perfect height so maybe i need to get i'll i'll measure that and try to get a table that's 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 that height okay we're just rambling now but anyway <laughs> join us next week uh again you can ask your questions and uh, it could be a long podcast i don't know so make sure and tune in. Let's say one more thing before we uh, sign What's that? out here.
1: All right. Look at the date on our posts before you share them. Oh, yeah. And oh,
0: yeah. We've we've seen people. We love the sharing. We're not saying don't share. Uh, all we're saying is look at the date of the post. You don't want to share something from like a week
1: ago. Well, Friday you did a Facebook Live uh, weather bulletin type thing. Yeah, And someone had commented on another Facebook Live. But it was from July. So of last she, year. She was asking something about somewhere and uh we weren't answering her because we weren't seeing it because it was last year. <laughs> yeah. You always look at the date, not only on those, but on any videos, on any warnings or watches. Uh I mean, yeah, we post cool pictures and everything and any those can be shared anytime. Oh yeah. Oh wow. But when when we're talking about weather information that needs to be uh up to date as much as it can be sure mm-hmm. to look at that date or, or, or even the time that it's posted
0: oh yeah before you share or else it, you, the people that you share it to will all freak
1: out it's like oh no this is coming now no right. that happened like last week or or last year so sometimes <laughs> you may not see it on your facebook uh, news feed until the next day some of them you know are late getting out or getting to you yeah and facebook is jacking around with
0: that again so just make sure you have you know see first i think they have a thing now see first make sure you have us on C first For when sure. we when our posts come out and then and then you'll be up to date and our groups too we've got three groups southwest missouri group northeast oklahoma group and the one i created last uh when was it november or something, I don't know, it's towards well, no, the end of the year, no. was it? I don't uh, I don't think so, it's right, and it's the road conditions group, the storm, dry weather, road conditions group, that's turning out to be really handy, because you posted something in there about the, when the severe weather happened on the 13th, mm-hmm. Uh, they had some power lines down
1: over the bridge uh, in Forsyth. Seventy-six on Forsyth. For yeah, sure.
0: and that was really, really good that you got that. We got, it got to a lot of people. So
1: a lot of people shared that. We had almost five hundred shares on that. So that's pretty good. Which is awesome. That's it, it's. We're doing our job then, trying to. That's info that you need to share. You know, when it when it happens, and that's what happened. And people were sharing it and doing a great job. Yes, and we appreciate it. Okay, you want to wrap this
0: up? Let's do it. All right, so be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather, like our page, and be sure to like and comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Dar, no, through our Facebook page, <laughs> or send us an email at Stormdarweather at gmail.com. So join us next week for the special edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.